seven, please. Oh, you've packed that one, sir. I'm on you. Right, you need all Right, just take off the bottom, sir, please. Right, just squat down for me, all right? Right. We never thought I'd be sitting in prison like this. My name is Richard Pheasant. This is Mountjoy Prison, Ireland's largest prison for men. It is the main committal prison for the country. And why am I here? Well, it all started three weeks ago, back in my hometown, Mount Idle. It was Friday night. We all piled in the Deddy's pub, and it was rocking. Hello, Mount Idle. Did you come in this house? Mm, good to see you again, Dick. My mate Ponkin was buying pints at the bar. Cottle was nowhere to be seen, probably working late at the radio station as usual. Anyway, I slipped out the side door for a sneaky fag. When I bumped into the Jurassic Burks. Fucking mind where you're going, pheasant, or you'll get slapped. Who are the Jurassic Burks? Two six-foot fat-bearded bruisers, Brendan and Barney, with their short, skinny young nephew, Tyg. Ah, sorry, Brendan. Uh, how are you, Barney? Tyg? Stop shy! What's this, say, Tyg? Can't hear your soft voice. We've been meaning to have words. Oh, yeah? That's why you immigrated out of Class Harbour for the night. Alright, don't be smart and stay away from our sister. Stay away from our mother, you could. Ah, so that's what the hard faces are about, huh? She's single, isn't she? It's a free country, and your sister has a free. Cunt! You fucking loose! Hey, hey! Careful, Barney! You might have a heart attack! And mind me, white snake taser! You're slagging my mother, pheasant! You touch her again! I'm not I... slagging! I... Whoa! At that moment, young Tyg produced a crossbow and shoved it up into me face. What the fuck? I'll drive this through your fucking skull, you bastard! Tyg, what are you? Put that away! Hard man, huh? You're too small even to hold it right. Give it to me. Get Arr. off it! Get off You're it! You're fucking slow, aren't you? Back. Get off it! Look at this craft work, huh? Flangebo? That the name of it, is it? You sealed this off John Gagan, did you? Look at Someone's carved their initials on it. TB? TB? That stands for tick bollocks, does it? Give him back! That's mine! This isn't yours! Ah, here! You made me drop me fag! Have it back, sir! Take it! Only messing with you! Now go point it at yourself! Tuberg's running through me and I need a piss! Fucking watching you, pheasant! Yeah, yeah! Look! Nice house you got your sister from the council, Brendan! Lovely bedrooms! You fucking louse! Look! Truth be told, I might have already pissed myself when I came face to face with a harrow. Tyg was some wingnut. Barney and Brendan were alright. Hard men of the town back in the 80s. Used to have some crack come close in time in the square. But they were getting on now. Barney on disability and Brendan in charge of storage at the county council and um... Where was I? Oh yeah, take a leak. I made me way back inside to the jacks. That's better. Ah, how are you? It's yourself. I love how your hair glistens. Excuse me? Hairspray, is it? You like spritzing it up? 
showing off? What's your brand? Richard Pheasant, I see you always on the streets of this town, Richard. Always drunk, always jeering your fellow man. That may? Ah, but pastor, huh? I see it's not true what they say about the black lads, is it? You, my friend, have the head of a sinner. I know what you do. Pastor, I'm not your friend, mate. You sin so bad, Richard. The Lord will see to you. You can believe in that. Whatever, Sky Pilot. Save your soul before you are judged. What are you looking at? Are you judging me now? I am judging you. Yeah. Sinner. Loser. Pervert. Pastor, go back to Ballygarnorn with your shiny hair and stop spreading your boils through that stupid loud hailer of yours. No one wants you here. You piss us all off at your preaching. Picking fights in the street with that nice new Reverend Hillstrand. The Protestant vicar? That's him. Yes, because that vicar is a queer priest. Fuck's sake. You loud hailing him, calling him, what was it, an actual Protestant? No, no. <laughs> no, no, Shocking no, no. Yeah, you did. We were all watching from Daddy's no, window. No, no. You did not hear me. I call him a dirty pro. Detestant. That is different. He disgusts me. He's a bulbous cancer on our saviour. in the 21st century. Malignant in from the 70s. Homosexuality is Satan's poo-poo. But legal? The vicar loves the poo-poo. I would impale all the queers, hang them from poles over the fire, including you. Me? I'm not gay, and I didn't have the AIDS. Just called me Boss Lionel died of it. Didn't mean that I had it. I had pneumonia. Cottle said he told you that earlier today when you met him. Yes, you are right. He too is poisoned by godless ways. You all are poisoned here. We are too. Blame Falconhurst Chemical for infecting the water you can. You need to serve our Lord Jesus Christ, Richard. It is the only way to be saved. You know, Pastor, I say you're better off staying out with Mr. Gansley at the Hermitage. I'm amazed he let you stay with him. Old cunt usually hates people. Well, and now I am finished the wee-wee, so I will go home. Home to Mr. Gansley now, Pastor. You will he be will learned, you, Richard Pheasant. God is watching you. What? Right now? Dirty pervert. Me with the cock hanging out and everything. Mark me. You will learn. You will learn. And by the way, it is L'Oreal. And off out of the toilets the pastor went. Walking backwards, eyes bulging, spraying his head. Full of scorn and intolerance. Big Nigerian in a black suit, clerical collar, shiny hair and even shinier blue shoes. With Jesus for a megaphone. Mad as a bag of stouts. He swiftly turned and strode back into Desi's bar, where he met, would you know it, Reverend Hillstrand, out trying to befriend the inhabitants of his new posting at Mount Idle Rectory. Vicar! Vicar! Oh! I see you! Vicar! Yeah? Yeah? Please, please, take my hand. Mm-hmm. For I want to apologize for my behavior. Mm-hmm. Christians! We must stick together. Mm. We are all God's children. Yeah. So in the spirit of Christian brothership, right. I would like to offer you these tasty, tasty mushrooms I picked this afternoon. Uh-huh. Out in the forest. Yeah. So, so succulent and tasty. Here, you um, must well, try actually, them. I want to give them okay. to you. Okay, yeah, yes, Please, yes, of course. You must. Thank you very much, Pastor. Make sure well, you eat lovely. them. Yes, fine. Well, mustache. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, oh, so sorry. Excuse me. Uh, 
That step is... Sorry. Hi, hi, hi. You dropped something, father. Oh, did I? Where? I'll just grab my bicycle here. Can we have some? Uh, it's, it's nothing really. We saw that black bollocks give you something. Uh, what? I... Sorry. This is... Why is it? <laughs> nothing really. I mean, thank you. Sorry. 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 Let, let me. Great. Have a nice evening. Protestant prick! I have them in me sights! Clear kill shot! You want me to take Put it? Put that thing down, you fucking idiot! I won't! I like it! Toy! Wah! Wah! <laughs> Last orders, ladies and gentlemen! Have you no homes to go to? Get rid of it! At the sound of the bell, I took a run to the bar to get the points in and hoped to force Desi into a lock-in! I can't remember how many hours me and Pumpkin stuck to the bar after. All I know is he faded early and fucked off, leaving me playing spoons with Mary and John Joe with Ollie making out on Desi up against the wall. Some night, what I remember. No idea how I got home, but that's where I was come morning when the alarm invaded my bedroom. I was benching from the radio as it tried to kick me back into reality, but I was in no form to wake up, so I gave it a slap, turned the babble off and got back to the real job of me riding a tot arse off lovely Blake Lively in the back of me Maserati. <laughs> then, as I was just about to give her the beveled edge, I should get going too. Downstairs outside the apartment at 11am, Saturday, Punkin rocked up on his Vespa, with Cottle hanging off the back, carrying a USA 94 sports bag. Oh. Oh. My head's banging. I can't believe that shit can happen in our town. Yeah, I hope he pulls through. Can you survive an arrow to the chest? I don't know. Depends where it went in and what it hit. Yeah. Speaking of where, where were you last night anyway? You missed a great session. 
Dick was on the spoons again with Marie and John Joe, making a show of himself. I was stuck in the radio, wasn't I? Editing together the Mr. Gansey interview about the fucking war pollution. Old Shergar needed ready for today. He never lets up. I'll just hurry up, Carl, will you? You too, then, yeah? Come on! I said I would drop his groceries up to him, didn't I? You're too nice to Dick Cottle, you know that? Well, that's what friends do. Back in fucking five minutes. Wakey, wakey, Spoon Man! I hear you were hit last night in Desi's. We got your breakfast roll, tub of flora, box of Jaffa cakes, and a pack of rashes, just like you asked. Fuck off, cattle. Oh, that's nice, that is. Turn your back to me. What was... What? What the fuck? Dick! Dick! Wake up! Shut I can't! Wake the fuck up, now. I'll pay you later, all right? Now. Jesus Christ! Dick! Start the morning! All I want is a lion! On the floor! Eh? What? Where? That... It just fell off your bed! What's that? What, uh, what is that? Dick... That's a fucking crossbow! No! Uh, now wait! Yes, that actually is a crossbow! You're right! What um, the fuck have you done, Dick? What? What do you mean? The crossbow! I know what it is, Cottle! I'm awake now! I'm looking at the fucking thing! Dick! Alright, alright! It's that young Jurassic Park lad! Young, um, what's his name? Uh, Tig! Yeah, Tig! He was shoving it in me face last night outside Desi's! He was holding it! I grabbed it off him, but I swore I'd give it back to him! But I'm... No, I did! Dick, please tell me the truth of what you were doing with that crossbow last night! What? I told you! Young Burke had it! He thrusts it in my face, that's all I know! And, 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 why do I have it now? I can't even remember how I got home! I was scuttered! You've no idea, Dick. They'll be looking for you. Who will? What? You alright, Cottle? Why are you looking at me like that? Dick, Reverend Hillstrand was found half dead in his doorway this morning with a fucking crossbow arrow embedded in his chest. For fuck's sake. Have you not heard the news? I was asleep! I was asleep, alright? Now calm down and tell me what the fuck is going on. Dick. Stop saying my name like that! We didn't know nothing, right? I was asleep! I was scuttered, I was... I was... I was... This can't be what you're saying, it looks like! No! No! No, 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 no! It's the crossbow! Cottle! Cottle! Show me here! Come on, come on! Pick it up there for me! Are you mad? I'm not touching that thing! <sighs> Jesus, Cottle! Me fucking head! Yeah, yeah! This is the one, alright? Oh my Christ, dick! The one that Tyke had! It's his! Look it! There's his TB! Tig Burke! Thick bollocks! Whatever you want initials carved into the fucking yoke! And there's two arrows in it! God, there was an arrow pointing at me from this last night outside Desi's! And, 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 and that's all I know! I was back at the bar for points with Ponkin and yeah! Ponkin, yeah! Ask him! He was with me all night! Although he faded early as usual! What time was that? Uh, I can't remember! Uh, I can't remember Cottle! I can't remember! The guards are going to be out looking for that crossbow right now! The Reverend's fighting for his life in the hospital! If they see you with that, they can match cattle, those arrows! Cattle, calm down, cattle! It's, it's perfectly legal in this country to have one! 
despite the fact that this clearly isn't mine. It's that little fuckers. And why the fuck was it on my bed? Why, cattle? Come on, you're looking at me strange. You have to believe. I couldn't have. I, there's just, and now there's my fingerprints all over. Ah, Jesus. I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. Well, that's it then, so. Guards will be banging on me door any second. My prints all over it. No memory of anything. No alibi. Too drunk. Sorry, Cottle. I'm getting the fuck out of here now. Here, take this. Don't give it to me. You, you do what you have to with it. Good luck. What? I can't stay here. Dick. Dude, jump Dick. Fuck leg. Fuck leg. Dick. Move. I said good luck. I just ran. Ran out the front door past Ponkin. Straight down Brewery Lane towards Main Street. Turned right at Riley's pub. Galloped on. Hopped over the gate into the meadow behind the park. Through the gorse bushes. Back over the fence at the stream. Up the steep narrow lane onto the rock turn. I took a deep breath. Then leapt into Bordalis Drive. Splashing down the muddy lane. Hitting fields. Away from the buildings. And for 30 minutes. Dragged my sore legs all the way back up the north of the town. Across Green Ann Road. Across Ballanderry Road. Until I collapsed exhausted at the west entrance. The Ballygarnorn Woods. <coughs> Meanwhile, Cottle stared at the crossbow in my apartment. Fuck's sake, pheasant, you asshole. Yeah, yeah. I was halfway down the stairs when I forgot the bag. Why did they tear past me? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, Duncan, I need you to take me back out to the Hermitage. I need to follow up something with Mr. Gansey that came up in the interview yesterday, yeah? What? You don't mind, do you? Drop us out to Mr. Gansey at Ballygallon Woods. Uh, no. But why was Dick off running down the road? Ah, he had to go and pick his doll up from Declan in the post office, didn't he? You know Dick and his doll. He wants to get into the betting office before midday. Uh-huh. That'll be him, all right. Let's burst it on, them punks. There's a lad. To the woods. Okay, but you're buying points tonight, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, yeah. For sure. No worries. I didn't know at the time just what cottle was that as they drove out to Mr. Gansey's house in the Ballygarnorn Woods. I now sat shivering in the very same forest, trying to decide. Should I go to the guards? Plead me case. I only had minor priors. I tried to recall what I did last night and where I did it, but I couldn't explain what the hell that weapon was doing on me bed. It kept coming back to that little scud Tigberg pointing that sharp yoke at me face beside Desi's last night. The prince were on it. Well, his too. Now, did he have a hand in impaling the Protestant priest? His uncle Barney Burke certainly had notions that Saturday morning in their house down at Clash Harbour. Let go, Uncle Barney! I don't know! Put me down! Tell me! Try and be God, Tiger, I'll split you open with this belt! I didn't do it! Your initials are on the fucking crossbow! You shot a fucking priest, and now he's stabbed to bits on death's door! Guards are out looking for that crossbow! For the last time, heard you hide it, Tiger! I didn't! I swear to me, Mammy, I did it! To lock you up for murder, I dropped it. I was only going to scare him. I would never have. S- s- 
job, Uncle Barney. Finish the fucking job. Are you assassins now? <coughs> Who was with you? <coughs> Pat Kendi Jr. No one. There was no one. Pa wasn't there, Barney. But Barney, someone must have been there after. Lie on the house, Lube. I leapt off over the park wall, but, but I heard scuffing on the gravel, and with the scuffing, the light flashed on again. I, I couldn't see, but there was someone there. Did whoever they were uh, see you? No, I don't, I don't think... Did you see them? No, them's the ones who took the crossbow. Is everyone blind in this town? Alright, so if you say you didn't do it, who do you think did do it then? It was, it must have... That fucking gobshite, Barney! Who, Tyke? Who's that gobshite? Dick? Dick fucking pheasant! Dick pheasant? <laughs> you saw him last night, raped the crossbow in my arms again! He hates us, Barney! He always kicks me out when he comes up for me mother! He did it, Uncle Barney! I'm sure of it! He'll fucking pin the blame on me, get me arrested, take it into care, and so he can move in with the mammy! Dick pheasant, huh? That bastard! He has my crossbow! And he has your crossbow? Yeah! Right. Where's that brother of mine? You fucking idiot, you tiger! But a living love of God! Alright, just a council building. Any news? He says it was Dick Pheasant! That bollocks! I saw him half an hour ago running in past Riley's when I was in talking to Celine. Where was he off running to? Did he have the crossbow? Couldn't see. We may get after him. You get after him. He could be anywhere. Find out, Brendan. Alright. Well, sure, he could just as easily say it was Tyke that did it. I know, but Tyke said he never did it. I did it. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up! He said Pheasant will have the crossbow. Alright. I'll suss out his apartment. Keep a low profile, you big lump, and meet us on the main street beside the chipper at 2 pm. I've an idea. Alright. So help me, God Tyke. I'll split you open with this belt if you're lying. <laughs> The Jurassic Burks were on a mission, and I was in their sights, to frame me for the attempted killing of Reverend Hillstrand. But these bruisers knew that to frame me and take the hee-haw tig, they needed to find me and that fucking crossbow. Yet, at that moment, it wouldn't have been hard, as both of us were at either end of the Ballyganarn Woods. Hey, hi boss. Good man, Cotton. I'm just back out in Ballyganarn Woods following up on the interview with Mr. Gansey. Jesus, Pumpkin, he never lets up. Here we'll do, mate. But Mr. Gansey's further up. I need a piss before I go in. Mr. Gansey's toilet is in an awful mess. Hurry up, then. Back in fucking fall. What? Are you going to shit in the woods, too? Ah, oh, it's starting to rain now. Cottle slung the dark green USA 94 sports bag containing the crossbow over his shoulder and headed into the distance out of view as Ponkin sat on his Vespa and did what Ponkin usually did when he was on his own with his thoughts. He started rapping. There's a black crow sitting across from me. His wiry legs are crossed. He's laughing at me. He spits out a curse. It's the start of the day. All I hear. She must pay! She must pay! She must pay! 
Pumpkin! Ah. Sorry, Pumpkin. That took a bit longer than I expected. Jesus, really? I didn't notice. Must be the woods. Very common. Pumpkin, I have something to show you. What? Remember I told you and Dick about meeting a crazy pastor out here yesterday after interviewing Mr. Gansey? Yeah, you've had words, you said. Yeah, and I recorded it. Well, you're a journalist. Listen. Your friend had the AIDS from the poor, poor sex. Dick, no. Dick's a confirmed heterosexual. I know what we all thought. The fact that his boss Lionel died of it didn't mean a dick had it. We all just misread the situation. I heard about the poo-poo. That is why I came here to Mount Idol to preach. And then I found you have a gay vicar here too. Oh, even the vicar is queer. Enough with the hairspray. And get that loud hailer out of me face. In my country, that vicar would be decapitated. Pastor, with due respect, I know Mr. Gansey has kindly let you stay under his roof. But otherwise, I don't think your extreme opinions are welcome in Mount Idol. Oh no, this is a town of sodomy. It needs an anima, and I will perform Can it. I ask where you're from, Pastor? My Nigeria, where we have a way to sort out these things. Well, mate, this is Ireland. We do things our way. So when did you land here? What are you saying? What do you want, journalist? Just curious why you chose us. That's all. I had to flee. There is a war in my country against Boko Haram. And that's why you're here. Ah, you know nothing, radio boy. It's unbroadcastable, Ponkin. I was going to erase it, but then... Listen to this bit. Mark me! I would impale all the queers. Hang them from the poles over the fire. The Lord's justice. Ah, fuck off, you mentalist! Yeah, I lost the right for a moment there. But did you hear what the loon said? That he'd skewer homosexuals if he had a chance. Yeah. He said it. You heard him say it. Reverend Hillstrand's propped up in Coleman's with four inches of steel in his chest. Yeah, you don't this think... This is serious, Pumpkin. We need to get to Dick. You think he'll know what to do? Best it on. All right. He's now at the betting office, you said, yeah? Hi-ho, Pumpkin. Away. But, but where's your bag? Just drive. Pumpkin revved up on his Vespa and he and Cottle trundled out of the woods back to Mount Idol. In their heads, the notions of the shiny-haired pastor being implicated in the brutal attack on the Reverend last night. Cottle had told us about the threats, now Pumpkin heard them too. And the pastor did threaten me last night in Desi's toilets. Did he plant the crossbow on me? They couldn't go to the Garda with his recording, could they? How could Cottle admit to disposing of key evidence? Because that's what he was doing. Oh yes, you'll see later. But by that Saturday midday, Cottle and Ponkin arrived back onto Mount Idle Main Street, pulling in at the chipper. Right, come on. But the betting office is down the street! I know! We need to go here first! Oh, you're not serious! Tom doesn't like you! Tom blames me for losing his job from the report we did about council corruption! Better you than me! You don't want to make Tom Kendall angry! <sighs> we'll be right! Can't you hear him walking horseman, huh? What the fuck do you want? Hi Tom! 
Sorry, Tom, about what happened. What? I need your help, Tom. Fuck off. Can we come in? Fuck off, I said. I've got a job for you. Cash. Come in. Did you hear the news? Your man split open by the arrow. Town's gone to hell. Uh, sorry to burst in on you, Tom. Uh, can you turn the light on? It's face dark. I like the night. Can I sit down? Just fuck those killball snares on the ground and don't get your hand caught in them. I know you like to hunt deer and rabbits, Tom. And hare and fox and badger. Cats too. Screechy whores. You've been trapping for a long time, Tom. I have. We need you to trap for us. Up the Ballyganon woods. What? Uh, what? Fuck all trapping up there. Mr. Gansey shot most of the wildlife around his house. He'd shoot me too if he saw me. We need you to trap a pheasant for us. What? A pheasant? Dick pheasant. What are you saying, Cottle? Mm. Dick pheasant. That fucking idiot. I thought he was dead with the AIDS. I know we all thought that, but Dick just had pneumonia. The fact that his boss Lionel died of it didn't mean that Dick had it. We all just misread the oh, situation. Cottle, but Dick will be down at the betting office, you said. Lads, I don't think I should be getting involved. Cash. Right, well we won't be needing mangled snares or those kill poles anyway. Humans aren't hard to track. Has he been gone long? Fuck me, I'm famous today, huh? Come with the guards, want to see if I saw anything. Eh, uh, did you? I didn't know. Can you explain what's going on? Cottle! Dick! Shh, Ponga. The woods! I'll explain everything in you a bit. You said that Dick was down doing the bets. Come on in, Barney Brendan. Did you lie to me? Lads, bitch the burks. <laughs> Never had so many in the house since the mother's funeral. What are all these gobshites doing here? What are the Jurassic's doing here, Pumpkin? What is going on? Can you leave? We've got business to discuss with Tom. We do. We do. Do you, Tom? Because I was about to interview you, Tom. Set the record straight on council corruption. Care to comment on that, Brendan? Deal work and sewerage for the council, yeah? Huh? Fuck this. Tom, you're no use to us. Barney, come on. What? We'll handle it ourselves. Right, right. Yeah, fine. We'll see you later, Tom. You will? Oh, leaving so soon? You just arrived. I'll see you far now. There go the future fighters. Future fighters, Tom? <laughs> yeah, them Jurassics. They're Mount Idol's future fighters. Fighting for the future, so they are. There has been hardmen. Relics from a long lost age of brutality. Back in the 80s, they did their talking with their fists. Spoke with kicks and shouted with spits. Sure, they used Tom Sugar as a punch bag. Then the Brindles used to roll in from the stump and only blood was spilled at the floor them days. They'll fight no more, though. Cottle, can you now explain why we are needing to hunt Dick in the woods? Yeah, Tom. Uh, we suspect Dick might be in danger. Danger? Well, I can't tell you why, but he's fled the town and he's probably hiding out in the woods. Hmm, I see. Did he do the priest, did he? 
Was it him? We just need to find him, Tom. And you're the man to do it. How's 200 euro suit you? Right. No questions. Blondie, you grab that rucksack. Cattle, stuff that roll of trap wire in you. You, tape, knife, headsets, motion cameras. Lamp! But it's a car lamp with a shovel handle stuck to it. From a Ford Cortina. Hurry up! Grab that bag. There's drink in it. The way it is? What's in it? A Renault 15 car battery. Hook it up to the lamp and you'll light up the night. Don't forget, pans, forks, tins of ravioli. Stop toads, lads, will you? Come on, what are you waiting for? We've got to get up to them woods before nightfall. We're on a manhunt. And so went Trapper Tom Kendall along with Cottle and Ponkin on foot to locate me to somehow save me from something I didn't have any idea if I'd committed or not. But at least they were showing their friendship by setting out. I didn't know if the Reverend was dead or alive or how many hours passed with me shriveled up at the foot of a beech tree and I was expecting the guards any second and my stomach was rumbling. Last time I was in nature scabbing around here was when I was on a school trip aged 15 and all I did then was try to get a good sniff of Slyler's Fanny down by the ferns near the Avonmore River. I couldn't tell an acorn from a berry but I knew the way the Slyler's been that day. <laughs> well. It was starting to get dark now, and I had an awful headache. We stood up. I had no idea what way was which. We needed water. Where was the river? We couldn't hear it for the wind. Downhill. That'd be a start. I knew down would bring me water. This was most important, as I could only survive for three days without water. And all this tahawar had me aching for a piss. We drained the weasel. I considered heading back and giving myself up. No, I'd gone too far now. They would never listen to reason back in town. It would be an open and shut case. Everything pointed to me as a murderer. I heard the whir of a helicopter above me. I ducked in tight to a tree trunk. I can see myself. The searchlight flashed through the undergrowth. My heart was beating out my chest. I was a hunted man. In the near distance, I could hear dogs barking, the cracking of tree branches. It was a guard a search team! No, no, no! Where can I go? There was only one way up. I climbed the nearest tree and hid up in the branches. The guarder were shouting my name. Sent shivers up my spine. They were below me now. I was afraid to breathe. They stopped. The dogs were sniffing around. Please don't look up. Finally, they moved on and I could exhale again. After about ten minutes had passed, and the dog's bark had faded into distance, I clambered down the tree. I had avoided capture for now. But soon as it started to walk off, it suddenly went pitch black. Don't hit him again, Tyg. He's already out cold. Does he, does he have the crossbow? Drag him up to the old grain silo at the back of Gansey's. Don't make any noise. Can we torture him? Find out where he has it? We need to find that yoke and burn it. Can someone help me, please? Toy, help your uncle for fuck's sake until he calves it. Yeah, He's out cold, Toy. What did I tell you about making so much fucking noise? All right, Toy. You'll have plenty of time for that in the silo. Come on. We have you completely surrounded. It's the fucking pig, Barney. You cannot escape. Put down the body. 
How the fuck? Fuck sake! I can't be seen here. Down to the river. Come on, run! Move, Uncle Bernie! I can't run! Keep your foot will you? Get down! If they shine torches, we're fucking done! How did they find us so fast? They can't afford a bicycle, them lads! You soft bollocks! Do they have dogs? Just follow the river back into town! Move! I lay unconscious, further back up the hill, as the Jurassic Burks fell down to the riverside and headed out of view back along the Avamore toward Mount Idle. I'd no idea how they found me, but thank God the guards had found them before the young tiger was able to exact his twisted type of teenage torture on me in the old grain silo at the back of Gansey's. But what of the guards? Surely now they would arrest me on a charge of Hillstrand's attempted murder, but I didn't have the weapon. Yet it had my prints on it, as well as Tiggs and his initials. But where was it? And could they arrest me without it? Turns out I wasn't about to be arrested, as it wasn't just the guards who were there that night in Ballyganarn Woods. Hello? Hello? Are you alive? Here, drink this water. I have water. What? Uh, 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 the head's splitting. Am I bleeding? I can't see. It is dark in these woods. No one can see. Here. Drink this water, my friend. Who are you? You sound... Hello, Richard Pheasant. It is your lucky day. What the... I saved your life. P-Pastor? The big Jurassic Burks had you by the ankles, dragging you away down the hill to do all sorts of terrible things to you. I cannot imagine. The bruisers? But I saved you. But why are you here? I told you, I live out here, my friend. At Mr. Gansey's. You know this. It's a kilometer over that way. But never mind. How are you feeling? Eh, uh, not great, to be honest. But the water helped. Thanks. Eh, uh, I needed that. Why were you out here, Richard, hmm? And why were the Jurassic Books after you? Why do you have a loud hailer? I mean, I know why you have it, but why do you have it? Oh, okay. Is it like that? An answer for an answer, then yes? Whatever. But there's pain in me jaw. You know the loud hailer is for my preaching. Every good preacher needs his loud hailer to cut through the fools of apathy and ignorance. The louder the word of our Savior is, the more people will hear and turn away from Satan. That's right. People must atone for their wicked ways, Mr. Pheasant. Atone for wicked ways. Why are you on this big mission against the gays? It is my responsibility to make sure this crime against normality becomes illegal in this country. But why? You're not hurting anyone. I have taken the time to investigate this practice firsthand. I have watched homosexuals in the privacy of their own bedrooms. Oh yeah, now I'm getting the picture. One of the things they do is Inna-licking, where a man's anus is elicked like an ice cream by the other person. And then what happens is the poo-poo comes out. <gasps> then they eat the poo-poo. They are beasts, eating the poo-poo like chocolate mousse and smearing it across their faces. 
Oh yes, Dick. I have seen a man sucking another person's rectum. Ah, oh, Jesus. The other person is poo-pooing. And this one is eating the poo-poo all okay, over the place. You can stop now. I do not want this sickness in this country or any other country. It is sick, therefore deviant. Do you... Do you by any chance have a light? Uh, yeah, I do. I think it's in my front pocket here. Uh, there it is. Here. Thank you. It is such a nice lighter. Oh, but I think my cigarettes are back at the house. Do you think I could keep this? Do you need it? Nah, nah, you keep it. I don't smoke, really. Only pull it out for the ladies to spark up. Ha! Yes, ladies. Very good. But tell me, Dick. I think it is your turn to answer a question. Why were the Jurassic Burks dragging you by the ankles through the woods? To atone for my wicked ways, I suppose. Them Jurassics, fierce believers. Oh, you are very funny, Richard. I think it was maybe something to do with the attempted murder of the queer vicar last night, yes? The what? What happened? I've... Come, come, Richard. Do not lie to me. It is as clear as God's love. Someone has done something very bad. And someone is hiding something. Am I right? I've no idea. Oh, I think you do. I think you do. I think you know exactly what happened last night. Why would you say something like that? Were you there, huh? Were you the one? You're the one shouting a queer priest in the street, barking him with that loud hailer. Maybe I should be the one asking oh, you the question. Richard, Richard, Richard. You have strayed so far from the path. You have lost the road to salvation. I can give it to you. I can be your confessor. Trust in the Lord Almighty and free your soul. For it cries and cries to be let out. Set it free, Richard. Set it free. Nothing, right? It wasn't there. It wasn't me. I was completely langered over. Just because I woke up with Ty Burke's crossbow at the end of my bed doesn't mean... Ah, the mother weapon. So you admit it. You resolve to banish the sixth sin of your own sodomy? What? By stabbing the vicar to his death. No, I you didn't. You stole Ty Burke's crossbow to do the deed. And he thinks you want to frame him with it. Someone planted it there. Maybe it was you. Yeah, you! You are so wicked! So wicked to accuse a solemn man of God Almighty that I would enter your home like a messenger of death and steal a teenager's toy to frame you for murder! Stop saying murder! He's not dead. He's not dead, is he? All I know, my friend, is you have bad juju in your life. Bad juju. But you will be saved. I will save your soul. This I promise. Did you kill the vicar? How did you get in me flat to plant the crossbow on me? So, so wicked. I did not enter your home. I did not plant a weapon. <laughs> Are you crazy? All I know is when Carl came in, I woke up and that crossbow fell off the bed. Oh, so that is it. Then it was your so-called friend, Katal. He is a bad, bad man. What? He has framed you. Where is he now? Probably at the police. No! Telling them how much you murdered the vicar. He is evil. He would never. Cuttlefardle is my best friend. No. A man like you has no real friends, Richard Pheasant. Maybe the pastor was right. Maybe I had no real friends. I had no idea how to think and my head was splitting from whatever toy had cracked over my head.
The pastor kneeled over me, full of smiles and pronouncements, telling me to atone for everything that I was almost on the verge of admitting what I started to think was possible for me to do. As completely insane as that sounded, but I was on the run. It looked so bad. I'd have arrested myself. Meantime, entering the wood from the south were Trapper Tom Kendall, Cottle Fardell and Ponkin Burke. No relation. His spelt with an extra O, he says. Trapper Tom started taking off his clothes. And Cottle and Ponkin were so stunned they could only watch in stone silence. Soon, he was standing there with all his pasty white tubby flesh on display. His modesty only just covered by a tiny Tarzan-style loin cloth. Why are you going round in nothing but a loin cloth? The trapper needs to have the feet on the earth and feel the movement of the wind on his back. Listen, did you hear that? What, Tom? Hmm, here look. Excrement. Yeah, it's human man show you, alright? And it's fresh. Dick's been here. There's also a faint smell of stale beer in Lynx Africa and the breeze coming from the west. Let's go. Why are you drinking Tuborg beer from your backpack? <gasps> to catch the dick, I must become the dick. Think like dick. Act like dick. Smell like dick. You're some dick alright, Tom. Come on, burst around! I can tell you more stories of the 80s on the way. Back when there was a bit of crack in the town. <clears throat> your proper characters Mount Heidel then. Yeah, I think we get it, Tom. Glory days, yeah. You had the Jurassic's boxing, Tash bushes around the corner house, then John Gagan grabs a hurry stick behind the counter, flies across, knocks the fag from Pat Kennedy's mouth, and starts reefing lads for the crack. Moose leaves them all! Dip on shoes flying! Ah, John had won in All-Ireland with that stick. That's great, Tom. Half of them are dead now, though. Whereabouts are we now, lads? This rucksack's chafing into me. James Busher had a death wish. Did you know that? I always wanted out. Picked his own grave plot out in the cemetery and took to sleeping on someone else's for practice. His dreams came true after he bounced off that truck ten years ago and landed straight in the ground. Ah, you don't get the likes of them Lachicos anymore. Come on, let's head up the hill here and I'll connect this Renault 15 to the Cortina lamp. I'd say we're about a kilometre away from Gansey's by the very little I can see. He won't like us around the place. He'll shoot you stone dead. Nah, he's fine, Tom. I interviewed him at his place yesterday. Anyway, what's the GPS in your Samsung telling you, Ponkin? That she's out of use. Dead. Yours. Long dead. Tom, you carry a mobile? Why would I go around with a mobile phone stuck down my line cloth? I track things. They don't track me. Fair point. Have you a compass? Don't need one. A trapper uses the stars. You'll see a whole lot of dark here. Well, now that I have the battery connected, let's fire up this lamp till we see where we actually are, eh? Fuck! It's gone daylight! Poof! Now there's a lamp. We used to go lamping for rabbits with greyhounds. Showing the lamp up a field. Rabbits be stunned. Too far away from the hedge as the dogs bore down their necks. Came home bunnied up we did. Some crack. Especially if cows took a run at you in the field. Here, Michael, I tell you, I love the A-Team. The Jews! I always wanted to be Decker. I suppose now I am. Out hunting fugitives from the law. I never said Dick was a fugitive, Tom. 
in danger, I said. What did you mean by that, Cottle? You said you'd explain. Then you said you couldn't. How do you know Dick would be here? Why would he be here? What is going on, Cottle? Them's good questions, Ponkin. I think Dick might have been, uh, set up. I don't know yet. But as I told you, Ponkin, I met the pastor out here and you heard the recording. But how's Dick caught up in this? He said he had a piss with the pastor in Desi's last night, but that was it. So there was only Marie, John Joe, Desi and Ollie left with him at the bar when I bailed out at about 1am. Well, I think that pastor has something to do with it. I told you, after I finished with Gansey yesterday, he met me on the way out. Why'd he do that? You heard how he hates the vicar. Why does the pastor hate the vicar? Because he's gay. Who's gay? The pastor? No, the vicar. All right. He's confronted the vicar, berated him with his loud hailer. That pastor has motive. Okay, but if he did it, Cottle, where did he get it? What was it? A crossbow. Yeah, a crossbow. Where did the pastor get a crossbow to shoot the vicar? Tyg Burke. Tyg Burke? The Jurassic's nephew? Yeah. Dick said he was messing with Tyg Burke outside Desi's last night. He said Tyg shoved some tool in his face. I thought he meant Tyg was flashing his penis again. I don't know. I was drunk, lads. That tool was his crossbow, Pumpkin. Tyg's crossbow. Ha! Ju Maybe that's why the Jurassic's came out to visit me when you just arrived. The Jurassic's? What? So, Pastor took Tyg's bow, shot the vicar, then planted it on Dick? Is that what you're saying? And somehow now Dick is in danger from Pastor? It's plausible, Ponkin. I don't think it is, Cottle. It's far-fetched fantasy bullshit. That's why it is, Cottle. Thanks, Tom. Now look, I know for a fact... What do you know for a fact? I know for a fact because when I went upstairs to Dick's apartment this morning and woke him up, a crossbow fell off his fucking bed. What? What? Off his bed? Yeah. You mean you saw the crossbow? And you didn't take to tell me this then? When we tore off out into the woods for you to see Gansey again and... Because it was safer. Because I had the crossbow in the sports bag and buried it here in the woods when you were waiting for me, Ponkin. Well, bid a living lamb. You did what? You got me to bring you out here? That makes me an accomplice, Cottle. An accomplice! You burying a weapon that was used to... We have to find Dick before it's too late. He's hiding out here. I know it. The guards could think you did it, Cottle. Did you think of that as well? We're all fucked. Dick, me, you. Jesus Christ. Me? Why? Did you? Excuse me, Tom. Doesn't matter. We can smell a killer when I see one. And you don't smell like one, Cottle. Good to know. We have to find that crossbow. Where'd you bury it, Cottle? So that's why I'm here, then. To find where you buried the evidence. No, I know where it is, and it's staying there. We just really need to find Dick. He fled when he saw the crossbow on his bed. I bet he did. I'd have run in the opposite direction, not take it on the back of me Vespa on a tour around the town. He said he couldn't remember what happened. His prints are all over it after he picked it up in his room. Yours too? I wrapped it in Dick's white snake t-shirt. Love Hunter? Yeah. Jesus. He'll kill you when he finds out. That's the least of his problems if you're right, Cottle. The pastor is one with motive. Remember that, lads, all right? It's him. And I think he might be gunning after Dick. Why? To get Dick to turn himself in. And they could be here in the woods at this very moment. Because this is where you think Dick would hide? Wouldn't you? 
Spouse, well, I'm not happy with you, Carl. You could get us all in big shit for this. The guards are out looking here too. It's an obvious hideout. Wouldn't mind them honking. You couldn't find a hole in a bag of pussies. Whereas me, I'm a trapper, a hunter. I am dick. But the trees and, and the birds and the fairies, you know. Here, they know they exist. Pecking tiny oaks. Hey, what's your mind to do? But I have the better of them. Here, drink this. What is it? Just drink it, I said. What the fuck is that? That's tighten your sphincter and keep the cold out. Pumpkin! Ah, uh, stay it off for the day, you know? And the element here, lads. Ready for the fight. Fairies all around us. Staring at us. Shrouding us with the big fairy forts. Then we have warning. It'll roll down the hill like a sheet of shining silver. Big fangs. Large as your face. Massive wings. I think me tongue is melting. Trapper Tom Kendall was right. I was there. Or at least not far away. Events were all coming to a head. We didn't know at the time if they were out looking for me at all. Or if the guards were just after me. Or if the Burks would be swinging around for another bite. We didn't know anything. Who shot down Reverend Hillstrand? Why would somebody do that? Couldn't tell you. All I know was, as the night dragged on, I was sitting in a ditch with a big Nigerian priest who was known as the Pastor. But seeing as we were there, with him hectoring me to atone for all sins ever, I decided to ask Pastor some more questions of my own. Pastor, if you could stop spraying your gorgeous hair just for a second. You are not going to run, are you? Stay with me. Eh, uh, what? Why? I will build you a bed. <laughs> that Timothée is brutal! It is not Timothée! My god, it is L'Oreal! L'Oreal makes the best hairspray! Full and firm! Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Pastor, Cottle said you're from Nigeria, yeah? Ah, Cottle, your very bad friend. Yes, I am from Lagos. And now you're here with me in a wood in Ireland, Pastor. I told that evil little man Cottle that I fled to Ireland from Nigeria. There is a war there. There was a war in my country against Boko Haram. And that's why you're here. I had to flee. I you know nothing, you sinner. I'm just asking. You know, even though I saved you, there is really no hope for you. There is really no hope for all of Thanks us. Thanks for the... Uh, well, seeing as you seem to want to spend the night with me, we should get on to the first name terms. I'm dickers, you know. And you, Pastor, are... No, no. I am just the pastor. No, you're not. You have names. God gave them to you. Or at least your parents did. To you, I am only the pastor. Here to save you, so you can atone for your wickedness. What wickedness? I told you. I did nothing. Anyway, what's wrong with your hand? My hand? Do not look at it. Saw when we were having a slash in Delhi's yesterday. Left hand all bent and shriveled up. You have a mummy's hand, sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, what happened to you? Stick it where I was wanted? I was tied to a tree for five days by my father. <coughs> you are? The sun beat down. The sap from the tree congealed over my hand. And the fire ants appeared. Crawled all over. Started eating my hand. Sucking on the sap. Eating my flesh. Stinging. Finally, my father unshackled me. My rat hand was nothing but a stump. That's savage. Why did your old lad tie you to a tree? How old were you? Eleven. Father tied me to the tree in our backyard because of the fire ants. Fire ants? Fire ants will fill you with flames on your skins for days. 
You will swell an itch before the pus-filled blisters burst and scar you. Here's me thinking me old lad's leather belt was bad. You know why father did this? Eh? Because I would take fire ants on a stick and put them in my sister's bed. She would scream in the night, rip off her nightie, and roar that fire ants were eating her pussy so hard. It was raw and bulbous. She would cry for days. Father did not know why fire ants invaded my sister every night. But one day, when I strode straight into my father, I was discovered, and in that heat, I was punished. You know, fire ants eats meat, sweet and greasy materials. My bad paw is the result. Now you are a dog with a bad paw, father laughed. My sister laughed, her genitals mutilated. You are Pastor Badpa! Silence! Do not mock me, you evil tongue! Fire ants made the devil grow tall in my mind, made me their friend, made me violate my sister. And what they gave, they then took with my pound of flesh in the sun. But the fire ants taught me I must drive demons out of myself and out of others, like you, Richard. Any invaders that feed on me, feed on us. Parasites. Mark me. You are a parasite, Richard. What's that new bad paw? For you must be cast out. You are an abomination to God. You're a killer. Okay, okay, calm down, Pastor. I told you, I'd nothing to do with what you think it is. You know, I was sent to the military by father. You want to know me? I tell you. I was Nigerian military, trained from 12, when Fada abandoned me at the barracks. But I put stars on my shoulders, fighting Boko Haram. They kidnapped me, you know. Six days, no water. They let you drink your urine beside the river, just for torture. You piss and shit yourself, and they stifle your stench by spraying you with mosquito repellent. Very effective, very powerful. You spit and choke and pass out. It was then that I saw it. Pastor launching wild-eyed, screaming about his torture. He did it. This raving zealot shot Reverend Hillstrand, no doubt. And this maniac planted the crossbow on me. I don't know how, but as light started to wash through the Ballyganarn woods, I knew my fate would be similar if I didn't get the hell out of there now. Don neared, and I had to get far away from this mental breakdown. I made a run for it. Fuck this! Oh, oh, it's like this. You run from me, you dare run from me. Fuck! I save you, and this is how you repay? Get back here! Your insolence needs this! The best way to discipline soldiers. Electric cattle prod. It is Mr. Gansey's. He uses it to control his cats. So I borrowed it. And it comes with its very own charger in the ground. You see? There's an electric socket in the middle of the woods in the ground. Cable in, cable out. Where do they go? I do not know. Can you believe it? What is this country like? I rejoice to be here. Electrified woods with cables and sockets to use and working. Now behave, Richard, or I will electrocute you again and then hang you on a branch over a fire, then toss you into a deep pit. I have to what? Shame. what are you doing? I can't Stop help it. it. It's all That's disgusting. To... You deviant. Mm. You animal. Do not pleasure yourself in front of me. I can't. Electricity, it's... That's it. I will stop this! Ah, me face! I can't see! Ah, I cannot waste this on you! Ah, I have something better! Right here! Oh yes! Here! You can wear this instead! 
Come on, do not struggle. Keep your hands away. I will bind you. Get off me! Get off me! I can't! Ah, oh, get your foot off me! Ah! What the fuck is this? Ah! This thing! I'm gonna puke! Did you hear that? What? We didn't hear anything. Exactly. When the forest goes silent. Time to pack up and move along. There's nothing good about this place. I can't feel my tongue. Was that actual diesel he gave me to drink? <clears throat> the old know the scariest the most dangerous thing to encounter out in the wilderness. It's a person. This isn't the wilderness, but that's what we're hoping. Is it getting light already? There used to be an old grain silo up there somewhere. I remember we was up here with the lads as teenagers. We were drinking, smoking, fishing, fucking around, you know. We used to unlock the door and sit on the grain. One time, Roy, when I came outside the cabin in the dark for a piss, went to the right, looked back, and about 50 feet from the door, away off up in them trees, all I could see were two eyes, about 10 foot in the air, looking back at me. It's in the bushes watching us, I said to myself. It'll eat your soul, Tom Kendall, I says. Then didn't the eyes only crouch down an inch closer towards me? It froze like a buzzer in a thermal. What the hell was it, Tom? There was only Mr. Gansey fixing an aerial up a tree in the middle of the night. Some football match was on, and the reception was shite, he said. Then he just runs back down the hill to catch the second half. Mador! For God's sake, why haven't we found Dick yet, Tom? I mean, you're supposed to be the trapper here, and all we seem to be doing is suffering your stupid nostalgia trips when we should be... Ah! What's this you have there? I tripped on this. Is that... Is that a cable? A huge coil of wire sticking out of the ground. Like some buried transmission wire, but smaller. Like 10 or 12 gauge wiring for a house. Pull it up there, Pumpkin. Oh. It's a... It's hard to trail off into the bushes and trees. Drawing across limbs of those trees and then back into the ground, look. It's snaking around these rocks and- Follow there, lads. What's that? It's- That looks like a- This wire's dead-ended into an actual outlet. And that outlet is mounted on the side of a desk. Like, like a school teacher's desk. Metal baits on it. Is that one from the tech in the town? It looks ancient. Maybe it is. Maybe the one you saw whenever you were in school. No chair. No buildings, no nothing. Just this outlet and desk. In the middle of Ballygan on wood. Let's see if... Get the charger in there. You're not seriously going to... There! Fuck her, lit up like a flame. She's alive, lads! That cable's been fed from somewhere. Just a hunch. But seeing as we're probably near Gansey's gaff, maybe it belongs to him. He said he had an aerial up the tree. Maybe that was part of it. Uh... According to the GPS, we're a mile off Gansey's. We've been going further than nearer all night. How's that possible, Tom? I think I want my money back. Sure you haven't paid me, eh? But look. The cable continues on under the desk and out off down the hill. Keep following it and we'll get to where we need to be. That's your plan. Follow a wire in the woods. Dick, mate, I really hope you're safe. Of all things that could be ascribed to my condition at 5am on a misty Sunday morning deep in the Ballygonarn woods, safe was furthest away at the lot. 
strapper Tom Kendall led the lads in circles to try and find me, but as Punkin and Cotton followed cables, I sat with stinging eyes full of hairspray, a Honda 50 tyre filled with shit shoved over my head, my shoes and socks removed, my hands tied in front of me by rope, and I was being led downhill by a madman. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me walk here in green pastures. He leads me to the still waters of this river. He restores my soul. He leads me on the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I will walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. My electric rod in my hand, it comforts me. Pastor, man, you've had your crack. Man, take the joke off me head. You, God, have prepared a gift before me with the presence of my enemy. Come on, Pastor. Joke's over, yeah? You anoint my head with oil as I anoint this head with my poo-poo. Listen, I say nothing. Never saw you. Never spoke to you. I don't even know who you are. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Whatever you did, I know nothing. Can you please shake it off me? Feel the rain. Oh, let it rain, Lord. I'll wash you of your wickedness, Richard. Just stop walking, please. Wicked. <laughs> you know, Richard, I do not care for you. I do not even know who you are. You are a symbol of uselessness, of avarice. It is time for the fire ants to do their work on you. Fire ants? But there's no fire ants in this country. What are you doing? What are you doing? Gonna chain me to a tree? Like your daddy did? Sins of the father, eh? Is that what it is? I don't care if you took out the reverend, alright? Pastor! Pastor, what the fuck are you doing? Pastor! And then... Time just seemed to slow down. The morning sun shimmered off the Avonmore River in front of me. It slowed to a gentle wave as I heard the shouts of Cotton and Punkin arriving over the ridge above. They roared as Pastor swung his head to look, then trained his insane gaze back at me, pulling out that slim canister of L'Oreal full and firm hairspray. I must thank you again for your lighter, Richard. Now, as you should know, a stylish Nigerian sapper never leaves home without his L'Oreal full and firm cylinder in his pocket. Dick! Dick! What's he doing with him? Hurry! What are you doing with the hairspray? This? Oh, this is an old trick we learned in the army. Spray the tire with hairspray. And we make fire ants. No! Now run, Richard! Run! Ah! Before those fire ants lick the flesh off your face! Ah! Goodbye! Hey! Hey, Pasta! Come back here, Pasta! Fucking cunt! The tire ignited around my face! I couldn't see! I ran barefoot in a blind panic, hands tied in front! I didn't know what I was at! Adrenaline surged! I was alive in the face of death! As flames swallowed my head, Pasta took off! Chased by Tom back up the hill as Cottle and Punkin came bounding down. The scream of fire tongued my skin. This was it. The end. He's immolating. What do we do, Punkin? What do we do? Grab a hold of him. 
Hell! Watch out! A sudden rush of air and burnt hair mixed with a crack in cold water. It sizzled and fizzled all around me as I sank down. One second molten, next frozen. The weight of the tyre pulled me under the current. I was now drowning. This was definitely it. This was the end of me. He's in the water! Fuck! Sirens! Fuck! Who called the guards? I did! When I charged up! Hey! Where are you going, Kyle? Dick's drowning! Well, do something then! I'll be back! Do what? I can't swim! Oh no! Dick! Come back here, Pastor! Ah, <laughs> oh, fucker! Lamb on! He may run with the buzzards now, but he'll know I'll have a tail on him soon! Uh, come on! Come on! As I bounced, spasming and gurning off the riverbed, I couldn't distinguish the muffled groans and moans above from the gurgling water. The tire took my head down to touch the smoothed stones below. Then, the rubber rebounded, taking me slowly up towards the surface. If anyone was going to do something, now was their time to start doing it! I have it! I have it! Tom! Tom! Get your knife out and cut ten metres out of that cable on the ground! The crossbow! Told you I knew where I buried it! Tom! The fucking cable! What to try me? Do it! There's a Jesus on it! Ah! Fuck ya! Now! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten meters! Here, Cottle, here! Cottle! It's Dick! He's surfacing! Peel back the shielding on that cable, Tom! Give me something to tie around this arrow! That's the crossbow! Yeah, yeah, move! He's starting to float down river! Cottle! The cable! Bow of ya! Hold the end of the cable, get in line with him, then I'll try harpoon that tyre! Why is he not struggling? Ah, here! Alright, steady! 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 Cuddle! Steady! Smile, you son of a bitch! It did! It did! Yes! Pull! 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 <laughs> Jesus! It's like landing a, a ten pound trout! <laughs> He's wriggling! He's alive! <laughs> oh, thank God! Thank God! You! Put the crossbow down! Out above your head! All the way from the weapon! Slowly! You two! Don't fall inch! Get down there, Richie, and see what the hell they're at! And wear them gloves! What they were at was saving my life. And even though the Avonmore River was so low in August, despite the rain, that they could have just walked in and picked me up themselves, they weren't to know that in this sheer pandemonium. And well, Cottle missed the tire completely. He harpooned me instead in my left shoulder. But the cable held long enough to drag me ashore, just as the guards finally appeared. Pastor escaped Tom's grasp, disappearing into the woods, and still hasn't been found. It's only been three weeks, mind. As for Cottle, having buried, then being caught using the crossbow to save me, he was swiftly arrested and charged with attempted involuntary manslaughter of Reverend Hillstrand. Yeah, Cottle, I know! Not Tyg, not me, not Pastor, my best friend, Cottle Fardell! <laughs> I bet that's your kiss.
Well, what can I say, Cattle? I never thought I'd be sitting in Mountjoy Prison like this. Sorry, Dick. I didn't want to implicate you by putting the crossbow on your bed. It's alright, mate. Hillstrand's off life support now. If God wanted him, he'd be long dead. I don't know what I was thinking. It was 2am. I was just finishing editing the interview with Mr. Gansey, and I was heading home when I saw young Tig walking down to the rectory, crossbow in hand. I followed him. He stood outside the window. I didn't know if to confront him or what. I didn't have to. The light came on outside the house and he ran, dropping the crossbow on the driveway. I waited. The light went off, so I went in to grab it. I don't know what possessed me. I picked it up, but when I turned, the front door opened. The light flashed on and I spun around blinded. The crossbow just fired by itself right into Reverend Hillstrand's chest. He flew backwards. I panicked and ran off. I didn't know what to do and still had that thing in my hand. I ran up the road. That's when I met you. You were completely shit-faced after the party. Slumped in your doorway. You couldn't get the key in. So I helped you and sort of left the crossbow at the end of your bed. I'm so, so sorry, Dick. Ah, don't worry about it, Cottle. Thank God the Reverend's nanny cam was handed in by the cleaner. And I caught the whole thing. He'll have to answer some questions about those videos of him riding young girls in the sitting room, though. <laughs> but sure, I suppose if you hadn't admitted the accident, I'd be the most likely suspect. Tyg Burke wouldn't have had the balls and passed her bad paws long gone. Yeah, I suppose. Bad paw, eh? What a freak. Mind you, you saving me from drowning with the crossbow in front of the guards didn't really help you. Anyway, you're me bestie, Cottle, aren't you, huh? And it's only attempted involuntary manslaughter. Once you're out in six months or so, me young pumpkin will do poison deadlies. On me. No messing. Thanks, Dick. How's the shoulder? Well, I can still wank. That's the most important. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, the ball looks suits you, actually. Burnt off! Never came back! Snowed as a cue ball right now! Right, Cottle! Visiting time's over! Wipe to me up with Pumpkin! He's giving me a lift to visit the PTSD counsellor! Uh, she's a bit tasty! Oh, hi! Grey! Boy, Dick! Good luck! Oh, and Dick? What? You're a true friend! Ah! Uh, <laughs> Good luck! Good luck! What are you looking at me like that? I told you, I did nothing. I think I want my money back. Have you not heard the news? You did what? Love Hunter. He'll kill you when he finds out. That's tighten your sphincter and keep the cold out. It's human man shy, Harry. We are all God's children. Take your own pill! I said, did anyone see you? Grim. I can't be seen here. Tyke. I didn't do it right. Guest Starling. Does it Grafton. Last orders, ladies and gentlemen. Reverend Hill Strand. Right. Yeah. Um, well. Guarded wire. You, cut the crossbow down. Eamon and Sandra. Stay with us this morning on Idle Radio 107 FM. This is Deacon Blue. I love them. DJ Sammy. DJ Sammy. Fiddle's Hill Platt. Fiddle's Hill Platt. Fiddle's Hill Platt. Fiddle's Hill Platt. Perry Willis. Perry Willis. Perry Willis. Written, created and voiced by Adrian Byrne and Michael Taylor.